Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. My name is John Clark, licensed therapist, group practice owner, and a business coach at privatepracticeworkshop.com. Been doing this since about 2013, believe it or not. Um, I got here because grad school does not prepare us to be business owners. So we've got to take matters into our own hands. Years ago, in the beginning of grad school, I was told um, by my professors that you can't help people and make good money. And um, that really made me angry and still makes me angry. And so ever since then, I've been on um, this, this mission to help therapists help more people and make more money and turn that narrative around um, because I think you can help people and be in this profession and um, uh, make good money, even become wealthy along the way. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I live in San Francisco. I currently own a group practice here in San Francisco. And um, um, yeah, we're a trauma and EMDR focused practice. Um, this you know, this, uh, this is my third practice. I had my second practice in North Carolina that I sold back in 2019. And so, um, I've been around the block, you know, a few times in this business, really excited to uh, bring on my guest for today, Justin, it's great to see you. Thank you for being again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're already alive. So live. So I just added you. Um, and, uh, I was just BSing as I tend to do. Um, <laughs> But uh, really excited to have you back. It's, it's good to see you. Um, so um, Justin has been here before. I'll give the official intro before we get into it. So Justin is the founding partner of WebTech Interactive, an SEO and online marketing agency. He's an experienced marketing professional with specialization in the healthcare space and has a deep uh, background in both online business and technical sciences. He's worked in-house for Skullcandy, CHG, healthcare services, and has consulted uh, over 300 businesses worldwide. Um, Justin is back again, and this time we're going to talk about why your site isn't converting. Um, that's a great launching off point. And then um, if we're really feeling like partying today, I even have some websites that have been submitted for review for our feedback, Justin. So if, um, we might really make you earn your, your keep today if you want to <laughs> help us review some sites live. Um, I, I thought that might be kind of fun to do. Um, so yeah, we will... We will do that if um, um, if we're feeling it here. Um, okay, cool. So let's see. Either it's just me or or Justin is quite frozen. Oh, here he's he's back. There we go. I cool. had a network issue, but I think we're good now. So uh, sorry You're, about that. No worries. You were frozen in a really pensive face. It's always <laughs> the funniest face that gets frozen. It like you looked really pissed, but I was like, oh no, my phone just my I turned my phone <laughs> off to not be distracted. And realizing that um, I was actually using my hotspot and uh, we are now good. So we're good. Cool. Well, let's get into it. So um, let me be, let's start with this, this top kind of point here, Justin. Um, so reasons why your site isn't converting. So let's say you're, it's a site and you've got traffic in this case, relevant traffic that's local to your area. And they're looking for trauma therapists, Oakland, California. And that's in fact me, for instance, but people are not converting. What's kind of the first place you start? And then, um, yeah, how do we get to thinking about maximizing, uh, really turning website visitors into um, inquiries or conversions? Yeah, and that's, I mean, there, this is a kind of a deep study, so I'll try to yeah. keep this as simple as we can here. But basically, we always want to understand when we're looking at conversion, we're going kind of taking a little bit of a step back. We want to understand 
what are what is the goal, right? Like, what are we trying to actually accomplish with attracting visitors to our website? Generally, in in this space, it's around booking an appointment. I would say, yeah, or getting a phone call or a, a contact of some sort. So you want to make sure. And I would say, in addition to phone calls, um, it can be form submissions, uh, email button clicks, and some of these other calls to action. Sometimes, uh, you know, practices may have a live chat ability. So you want to make sure that your primary like calls to action, we call them, um, are very prominent and present in what we call the kind of the funnel. So mm -hmm. when we when we have people land on your website, um, you know, let's just say they're landing on the homepage. You want to make sure that's kind of the entry point, and you want to make sure that you know you may have and every practice is different, right? You have areas of specialization and, and different um, you know like things that you are treating. So you want to make sure that your homepage is kind of your entry page point where they can click through to where you want to get them to go. Um, yeah. I can give some really good examples of, of ways to incorporate these in. We can maybe, I don't know, sort of sure. do something live or not, but basically what we wanna do is make sure that that um, every type of uh, persona within the audience that you're attracting in has a way to get through your website into to accomplishing that goal. So let's just say a really quick um, recommendation that I would make for everybody is that um, it's something that, that we call the web tech header, <laughs> for lack of a better name, because we actually recommend this to pretty much all lead generation clients. And that's essentially what you're dealing with here is where you have a sticky header across the top mm -hmm. that uh, gives you those those primary calls to action, which is the ability to click to call you, mm -hmm. the ability to click to email you, and then a primary call to action, which is in this case is usually book an appointment. Uh, mm -hmm. It might be like schedule a consultation. It might be just like the, the contact us button might be that third call to action. But imagine across the top of your header of your website, you've got these three primary calls to action. And it's kind of, you've probably seen this before, yeah. where when you scroll down anywhere on a page, whether it's your, your blog or whether it's a service page or yeah. you know, an about us page, any of those pages, you want to make it so that this opaque Kind of, if you go to webtech.co, it'll kind of show you yeah, a good example of this. Absolutely. Where you can scroll down anywhere on on the anywhere that they scroll, they're going to be able to to um, you know easily access those primary calls to action. Mm -hmm. So you want to think about really the goal of what you're trying to get the user to do before you even you know start this uh, this whole process. There's a mm -hmm. lot more layers of complexity about okay when you're attracting in users to your website. Some people are becoming in on kind of going back to this patient's journey thing that I think we touched on the last podcast, but thinking about people when they, they initially, hey, there you go. That's perfect. Thank you. So as you scroll down, let's, let's click on the, just go to the services page. This is a, obviously this is for digital marketing, mm -hmm. so it's a little different, but let's say you were looking at an area of practice, you know, maybe you offer different services. So let's just click on SEO services as a good example. You click there. Okay. And this is a complicated page, but if you yeah. scroll down, if you scroll down, Notice how across across the top of your head, yeah. everywhere you go, you can call them, you can you can email them, and you can request a quote. In your case, it might be book an appointment. Yeah. Now those are primary calls to action. Um, down lower in the footer, we'll also kind of address some secondary calls to action, which is going mm -hmm. to be things on our long page. Uh, yeah. Scrolling, uh, you'll see how we have some secondary calls to action, which is. Facebook, you know, uh, YouTube. So, so our social yeah. media buttons where if someone wants to dig a little deeper, not yeah, our primary no, no, no. Mm -hmm. to accomplish it. We don't want to distract people with those. Like some people will actually put those right in their header. Don't advise that because you're going to be yeah. putting people into the, your your social media funnel. They'll get lost into a bit of a wormhole that way. So you right. want to 
rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. So not, not really where you want to send them. You want to shape their experience to what you're trying to get them to do um, yeah. on your website. Okay. So that's Can, kind of what I would address. Let me, let me ask you this, Justin, because this actually comes up a lot is the difference between, in this case, having three calls to action in this sticky menu. So one is call us and I, that's an active link, especially if I'm on my phone and there's a lot of traffic is in fact mobile, especially for therapy practices. The other one is um, uh, email, which opens up an email. Um, the other one is request a quote, which I'm assuming is a form or, you know, contact form. Yeah, you, there, form um, you know, I, I hear some people saying like, pick one call to action and one path for your your customer, right? So if I'm a visitor and I click on book an appointment and it takes me to a Calendly page that forces my hand, right, to schedule a 20 minute initial free consultation with a therapist. And that's basically like the funnel. That's the main call to action versus here. You're kind of giving people options. Um, and, and it sounds like that's in part to cater to what people prefer if someone's sitting there at the office and can't pick up the phone right now but they want to start the process then emailing might make sense but how do you like find that sweet spot of offering multiple calls to action versus kind of forcing their hand into one yeah i mean that's a good good point i think especially when you're dealing with pay-per-click for example is another an area where you would want to kind of be more specific in what action you're shaping for them right. because you're paying for that click, you're paying to that landing page visit, you want them to do something very specific. I'm always a fan of, of catering to multiple personas within one page because here's the thing, okay. you know, when, when, when we look at, um, you know, I can go back to a little bit to the audience of what we're trying, of who we're trying to track in. Let's mm -hmm. just make it very simple. I mean, let's say you, you service two different types of treatments, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if, if you have, one type of treatment you may have two different types of people who need that treatment some people are very detail oriented people and some people are skimmers most people on the web these days are skimmers that's why headings right. points. as you can see this seo services page there is so much information here it is it is it's like reading a book honestly yeah. but you can yeah. also scroll through and you can see headings you can see some some uh, little icon, you know, um, little yeah. icons and things like that that give you a visual. So in, in a very quick read, you can see yeah. a lot of information, but there's the other type of person who is the, the data junkie or the, the detail oriented person who wants to know all the details. Mm -hmm. So you want to make it so that, that that information is available to that type of persona. So yeah. there's multiple people. You always want to be thinking, okay, my audience, I'm trying to attract in. I mean, let's go back and I'll step just a little bit back where we, where I always say, we begin with the goal. What is the goal that we're trying to accomplish? Right. We're trying to get more patients, right? So in order to get more patients, we have to identify who, who the audience is and then uh, create an experience for each of those types of people that caters to them. So, you know, yeah. I, I think that that's, that's kind of the, I could go on forever with this, but I'll stop there. Yeah. So <laughs> well yeah, I love it. And this is why we like having you here because you've got, ideas for days which i love um i will throw you one more thing just in terms of, <laughs> of addressing that is another yeah. nice thing to use to to get a lot of content um on a page and this is actually having to do with an seo recommendation is google mm -hmm. likes to see lots of content on the page but humans don't they, they don't die they right. don't consume it very well especially on a mobile phone or something like that it's just like too much for them so i'll show you a good example if you go to our home page using it what's called accordion style content. So mm -hmm. a way that you can communicate a lot of information that kind of gets hidden is if you scroll down the bottom, there's like an FAQ section. And this is very intentional where, where right. you, we're dropping in a bunch of content in right. a way where it only reveals itself when it's been engaged upon. Yeah. Um, 
I'll just give myself brownie points real quick. So this is my practice site, and this is at the advice of our own uh, SEO agency. This is something that we built at their, you know, at their direction is having that piece. Now we don't have the sticky menu, the sticky call to action header, but I think that makes a lot of sense to have that um, and to build on what we have, which is this clickable phone number. And then in our case, and, and I'd love to hear, let, let's break down a few websites. We can even start with mine just so I'm not... Um, you know, throwing anyone else under the bus. Um, so, in, you know, in our site, we do have that menu. It's not sticky, but definitely should be. Um, and I think the idea there is people make the decision to call or whatever at any point in the site, and then they've got it right there versus I decided halfway through a blog post or through a lengthy service page that I want to reach out, but then I've got to scroll way up or way down or whatever, right? So you catch them when they've made that decision that inflection point, right, of deciding they want to at least reach out. Yeah, you got to deal with, and I'll, so, I don't mean to interrupt you, I'll just yeah. go in there really quickly. Every time that you have to require them to load a new page, you're running a risk of them not being able to have a network connection. There's something broken on the server. There's some, there's sure. every, like when you're doing what's called converge rate optimization, which is another kind of deep study that we could get into. Mm -hmm. See, when you're looking at CRO, it's the quickest, it's the quickest path to conversion without yeah. having them to require a new page load. So if you can have them land on the landing mm. page uh, and they can convert right there, that's way better than having them land on the landing page that then they have to click on a contact button to go to right. a new page that then may break right. for them to be able to contact you. So I would always make everything available on every page if possible. That's a great point. Um, you know, in our case, we're kind of forcing everyone toward this main call to action, this big orange book and appointment button. And here is where the funnel kind of stops. So for people just listening to audio later um, on our contact page, we have, they can call or text our number um, to talk with our intake coordinator, or they can fill out the contact form and we'll get back to them by phone or email with one business day. Um, I, I will say like, um, I do worry about where we lose people here, right? It's especially with the contact form thing. Um, because even though we say here, yeah, we'll get back to you within one business day, and usually it's right away. You know, if our intake coordinator is, is working, she'll get back to you right away. But um, anytime I, as a consumer, I'm trying to finish a task, right? Like find someone to fix my dishwasher, and I go to their website and I fill out the contact form and I submit it, it's very unsatisfying because I don't know what's going to happen next, <laughs> right? Are they going to yeah. call me today? next week or do they even work on the type of dishwasher i have right there's that uncertainty and if i think yeah exactly that kind of black hole effect so totally so so that's why i would first of all it's a good point uh i don't mean to interrupt you john no go for it so i would just say that make sure that on your thank you page it's very important that you have clear messaging mm -hmm. about what will happen next so you don't right. want to let's just for example let's just fill out your form and let's just yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, no, it's a good uh... example. What happens <laughs> as yeah, you fill it out? I'll describe what we want it to do is to say, yeah, yeah. "Thank you for submitting the form. Uh, uh, Brazil will be calling you within five minutes, <laughs> or whatever yeah. you want to say, so that they know what the expectation is." Right now, it just says "thank you." Right. So that's good. It says "thank you." We appreciate you sending the form, but then, but now what? Right. So then they're kind of like, totally oh, going to black hole. Do I need to call them? You know, it's like the, the type of thing where you need to say, thank you for submitting the form. We have now received it. Next. It goes mm -hmm. to Brazil. She has a little bit of a cue and she'll get back yeah. to you as soon as you can. Here's her Calendly link if you need to schedule a meeting with her. Right, right. You want to make it so that there's more of a transition than just, thank you, bye. You know what I mean? Totally. Like you totally. make it so that they, 
the next step is kind of handheld for them. They're going to re- totally. essentially let them know, like, you know, you, you can you can choose your language, but essentially just so people understand what happens, uh, maybe mm-hmm. I'm sure this is a, a well known at this point, but essentially what happens when you submit a form on a website, it either delivers an email to that person's inbox or it may go right. into what's called a CRM, uh, which is a, yeah. uh, you know, like client uh, what was there? I mean, relationship uh, manager yeah customer relationship manager, relationship yeah. manager. Yeah. basically a database of, of of clients that that, that maybe like salesforce or something like that where people yeah will, will actually respond to you using salesforce rather than just an email it's a little more like i guess elegant way of handling these things but it's right. also more elaborate and takes more setup and things like that but that's right. kind of the only solution because with something like a, a crm you have what's called closed loop reporting and that's amazing because then you can actually tie back literally you can tie back revenue back mm. into campaign originated campaign source so it's a really good way yeah. to track i'm not going to go to that whole topic because it's too mm-hmm. irrelevant probably for now but that would be a, the, the ideal situation is mm-hmm. you have clients submit to you through a database and then you have a big database full of all the people who contacted you and then you have somebody who's working all of those leads to turn yeah. them into booked appointments yep absolutely Absolutely. Otherwise, um, the, more, the more like simple, my slightly archaic way of doing it is that an email gets sent to you and then you mm-hmm. put them in a spreadsheet and then you contact yep. them through the spreadsheet and you just say, yep. I contacted them on this date. I followed up with them on this date. We put them on yep. this date. An easy integration that we do have is they fill out this contact form. It populates the information onto a Google sheet and then it's there. And then, you know, our intake coordinator can use that like a CRM, you know, and indicate follow up or they're checking their insurance or whatever it might be. But, um, it, you know, the, the fact of the matter is funnels leak constantly and they leak from all different places. And that's one place where they could leak. Right. And this is a critical these are the critical last steps in a sales process, you know, and you might've worked really hard to get traffic in the first place. And these final steps really need to be tight and make sense and work. Um, Luckily in my case, um, my marketing manager should be watching right now so she can add to this, uh, (laughs) this thank you um, bit here. Um, Justin, I'm wondering if we can um, look at a couple of therapist websites. These are folks that have submitted and you can kind of um, give a bit of uh, some feedback on this call to action piece. Just focusing on that for now because we don't have time to break down every part of their site. So this is um, uh, feelingmoody.com. She's actually a client of mine. I'm just going to play dumb and go through her site like I'm a client. So about halfway through, I see a button here that says make an appointment. So perhaps I'll the click The first that thing that right. I noticed about that, I'll just, okay, yeah, sorry, please. John. No, no, go for it, because I think I know what you're going to say. First thing I noticed is that that is just, you need a pop of color. So when you're mm-hmm. looking at color palettes, you, your branding, you really should have like, think of your think of your, your brand palette. It's like you kind of have your, uh, you know, you have, let's say you have two colors or maybe a third yeah. color in there. Yeah. Let's say like for, I'll just use WebTech as a real clean example. It's actually very similar yeah. coloring is that we have kind of a, a teal color that's like that, yeah. like a, a turquoise, and also like a kind of a yellow gold color. And totally. what I would do there is I would use my my secondary color that would make that pop and still be yeah. on your brand palette. So I would make make an appointment, make it yeah. yellow or whatever feels good with your vibe. I mean, this yeah. purple wouldn't be quite the way. You always like yellow is always a strong drawer of right. eyes. It's like yellow, orange. Those are the types of colors that you'll notice are are usually on like the buy it like buy yeah. now like Amazon for example. Amazon's buy now or add to cart. All of it's right. yellow. And it's very very intentional. Yep. I would say and the first a, thing is a juicy color. Exactly, right? <laughs> the other thing that is we're missing that header, the same thing that I just mentioned yeah. before. 
totally put in that header where they can click to call they can click to email they can book they totally can, in the bottom right i see they've got a let's chat which is great so yeah hopefully that is functioning well um let's just fill out that form really quick and see what happens i mean i don't know if we need to do that yeah okay, so, so well i want to i'm going to pick the first collection i saw and let's say i already knew i wanted to reach out to them and i went to their site and i'm clicking the first call to action here it says make an appointment again if you're just listening maybe hop on the youtube version so you can see what justin and i are, are seeing i'm going to click make an appointment and the next thing that happens is what i think is a pretty lengthy intake form and now one thought i had with this is in sales like uh, i like to focus on principles here as well as some specifics but the a principle would be when someone is motivated to take action and potentially become a customer, we want to shorten the sales cycle as much as we can, right? And reduce barriers to at least hopping on the phone with us because I'm kind of betting on my intake coordinator's ability to um, connect with that client, hear their concerns, to build value during the call, and then to match them with a client or with a clinician. And then that becomes a sale, right? And that generates revenue for my business. So in this case, um, Justin, what are your thoughts on this? Um, this yeah, this is one of my here. favorites. Uh, also, one of my favorite yeah. topics. Many favorite topics, but this is one of my favorites. Um, so this is a, what I would consider a very daunting form. If I saw right. this form, I'd be like, I'm not your admin. <laughs> like, and I'm already admin. depressed, traumatized, I'm, anxious. I just want to talk yeah. to someone. I'm leaving. That's what. That's kind of the way they <laughs> talk about it. So, um, the, what yeah. I would suggest in the situation, okay, that the there and and okay, so there's a couple things to consider. On one hand. It's very good for the business to have everything pre-qualified. You sure. know what type of person you're getting. And I get why it's important for a business owner to be like, look, I don't want to take every piece of spam that comes across my my inbox because I'm too busy. I don't have time to, to deal totally. with it. And, and if that is the case, let's say you're totally yeah. overwhelmed with leads and you need to qualify your leads, you might yeah. build a process like this that yeah. intentionally filters people out and gives you more of yeah. a, a buffer there. But in this right. case, that's not the case for the practice. They're trying to get yeah. more clients like yeah. yesterday. And I would tell you, even in that case, though, here's here's how I would handle that. It's called two and three stepping the process. So mm -hmm. rather than having all of this, what may be critical to the business information up front, you don't want to overwhelm the user with that. So what I would do is make yeah. it the very so looking again at the web tech form. There's I mean we don't have to go mm -hmm. there, but if you if you remember from seeing that form, it's very simple. We're asking for name, email, phone number required, mm -hmm. and then uh, an optional um, like comments or notes section and then we have a little yeah. pick list which is very like it's also optional we don't need them to click it but it just kind of gives us a little bit better idea of what they're looking for so that's our very basic form now in this situation what i would suggest we do now first of all this is a long scrolling thing there's a concept yeah. called above the fold right everything above yeah. the fold is if you go to scroll the very top john everything that you see right now before you scroll is considered above the fold mm -hmm. so you're actually already wasting primary real estate by using some imagery at the top which is you know, it's a, it's kind of a design thing. That's a, that's a, you know, a call that you yeah. can make. I don't hate it, but I don't, I also think it's a little bit of a, not the best use of very valuable real estate. Yeah. You notice on our, on our form, everything that you need to fill out is visible before you scroll anywhere. Right. Um, and this is a, this is a big, a big, you know, part of, of CRO is, is using this above the fold real estate in the most effective mm -hmm. way possible. So I, I don't like when it's first name, phone number, like this long scrolling, right. you gotta scroll down. Why not just make it name, phone number, email, notes, submit, all yeah. with visible within one page. Cause then they don't feel overwhelmed by the form. They see exactly everything they need to fill out. They know it's short and they can click it. Then rather yeah. than saying submit, you could actually have it say, 
next. So, totally. um, so, so they, what happens is they fill out the first step, they hit next. And then they're like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do all this intake stuff. I'm bailing. I'm leaving. Well, yep. at least you got their name and their phone number and their email and you can call your admin can immediately call them back. Correct. Hey, I saw that you filled out our form and it was probably not convenient. Why don't I help you know finish this intake for you or however yep. you want to word it in whatever way is best for your practice. But essentially you have your admin do the work for them or they yep. call them back and they fill out all the qualifying questions for the user. Because if you're asking the user to do this, I, I promise. Yeah. You're going to have a much lower conversion rate on this form than if you yeah. two-step form. Totally. No, I love that. This is great, great feedback, and I I, I totally agree. We want to make that initial step a, a lot easier. Um, let's keep moving, if that's okay. Um, this is a site that I have not seen, so I'm just going to land on it. And again, we can kind of interact like a user here. Um, yeah. So this is KaplanCounseling.com. So we land. There's a big. Um, a uh, logo, a big icon here, a butterfly doing its thing. Uh, the tagline is uh, treating women, children, and their families. And then in the top right, we have um, uh, Christina's. I'm trying, I'm a little confused because I'm hovering over her name and her address, and it would take me back to kaplancounseling.com if I click it. Yeah. That's definitely don't want to link those up, and it definitely the formatting just doesn't look quite right. And Right. Um, you know, and then we have a phone number that is unlinked. Uh, and that's all we've got here so far. Always want your, your phone numbers to be clickable. You don't yeah. want an address in the header by any means. I put the, the kind of standard place to put an address, physical addresses in the footer. Same thing yeah. that I mentioned with, with your social media buttons. You don't want those up there either. You want those all in the footer. That's all what I consider. Well, and, and say, say why that is though, because I, I, I understand why, but yeah. Yeah. The reason why is because that's not your primary objective. Exactly. You have primary yeah. goals and you have secondary goals. Primary goals is getting a contact and or a booking. Secondary goals is getting them to follow your brand, getting them to watch a video, getting them to download a PDF, getting them to do any of these other things are secondary goals. Yes, they're they're, they're parts of what you want them to do on the website, but ultimately, mm -hmm. what are you really trying to get them to do? And you may have multiple primary calls to action, but you really want to prioritize what is the end goal that you want this user to, to do when yeah. they hit your website. I think a more likely scenario for someone wanting your address is they already work with you and they're on their way to the appointment and they go, Oh yeah. crap, where's Christina's office? And they see yeah. it or they go to the footer or they, they Google you and they see you on Google my business and they click maps or they, you know, they click right. give directions and then they're there. So, you know, you're really leading with this address and like Justin was saying above the fold, this real estate is so precious and so valuable that even that is a large amount of wasted space for a place where the eyes naturally go, right? We talk about yeah. the Z formation where the eyes naturally go top left to top right, down across the hero image, and then down right again. So um, we really want to maximize the use of that natural you know, eye movement, right? Another suggestion I would have here too is that there's no primary button like a book now appointment totally. where it says Christina Kaplan right there. It's I mean, it's a beautiful image. I think the imagery is great here, Christina. If you're watching, I, I want you to know. I think your website looks good. It's just a matter of tweaking certain elements where where they can they can flow through your site a little smoother. Um, and I think some of these sections are fine. And again, going back to webtech.co, there's lots of we have so much information where we're essentially just shaping them into what's you know we have people come in for ppc or seo or like all these different types yeah. of services. Ultimately, they want to get more business, and so they don't. Yeah really care what 
necessarily what path they take, as long as we can show that we can help them through a million different paths to get them to what they're ultimately trying to accomplish. These right here, location, contact, appointments, those are all really good to have. They're right below. Let's see. Uh, scroll. Sorry, where? Are yeah. So again, um, for folks listening, I clicked on her contact. Um, I clicked on contact, which is not a button, but we, we'd like it to be. And then we have location that is clickable, but it doesn't go anywhere. And it's just her town, her state, and her zip code. And then yeah. under contact, we have email, which does open up her email, uh, an email form, yeah. uh, or opens up your own email. You that's know, good. You whatever. A, and then phone number that's again not linked and, and then, then the last one is again this this is where i get a little overwhelmed is which one do you want which action do you want me to take right because we have the email we have the phone and then we have request an appointment and it goes to forward slash appointment i'm going to click that and then it goes to a contact form so to me like i'm this is a little it's not even booking exhausting. appointment yeah again so what i would expect right. user in that experience is that it's a link to a calendar or I can book an appointment. Versus, I mean, the, the language does say request an appointment, but I would I would actually advise that you guys uh, use some sort of uh, calendar booking system to yeah. make it so that they can see what available hours that you have on your calendar. Calendly is a great one. Yeah. Just, uh, you can probably drop a link wherever you guys can Google yep. the word Calendly. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that that is there's other ones also that that are options. Yep. But basically, it's a live link to your um, like interactive link to your calendar, and they and you can uh, on your side of things as a business owner, you can say, look, I only take new appointments from like Tuesdays and Thursdays from noon to four, and those are my only two like new intake periods. Everything else is slotted aside for existing, you know, recurring type customer clients or whatever. Um, totally. But yeah, so the, I would I would make it so that they have you know, the ability to actually in, in interact and, and do something more than, than fill, up, fill out a form when you're asking them to book an appointment there. Yeah, that's great stuff. Um, let's keep going. Let's look at a couple more sites, Justin, if you have time. Um, before time, I do yeah. that, I, I want to um, I want to thank today's sponsor and that sponsor is Jane. Um, you can let Jane lend a hand with your mental health practice so that you can spend more time doing what you love, helping your clients. Jane is a HIPAA compliant practice management software that replaces your whole EMR and, and more with client-friendly online booking, speaking of calls to action, flexible admin scheduling and integrated payment processing with secure invoices and receipts, all for one affordable monthly payment. And hey, that's not all. Unlimited customer support, automated intake forms and consents, and free SMS and email reminders are included too. You can learn more at jane.app forward slash mental health. That's jane.app forward slash mental health. And uh, this month you can use the promo code PPW1MO as in month um, for a one month grace period when you sign up. So that's PPW1, the number one MO for um, a free month. So thanks again to Jane. And, um, you know, again, to Justin's point is use technology, you know, to make this process simpler. So if your EHR or your EMR has a booking widget, you know, that's something to think about and in including that also takes the client one step further into your business. Meaning if they do become a client, they're already integrated into your EMR and it's HIPAA compliant, you know, in our case. So you have their name, their email address, their phone number, et cetera. That can make it even easier to onboard them if they do in fact become a client. So yeah, I think leveraging technology as much as possible makes a whole lot of sense. Um, if you're here live, um, feel free to ask questions um, or if you want 
us to take a look at your website live, go for it. There's a handful of people in the chat. So we'll prioritize folks that are here live. Otherwise, we're going to keep going to a couple more sites because um, this is pretty fun if you're people like me and Justin. <laughs> uh, so next one up is uh, trustmentalhealth.com. Uh, we land on the site, big, uh, you know, lots of green. We've got, you know, pretty nice, clean menu here. Uh, over the here image, we've got a tagline, we'll help you find peace and clarity. Who doesn't want that? And then in a little sub tagline, which I don't mind, it says TMH, which is Trust Mental Health, is accepting new clients within 48 hours. Um, and then a big get started now button. So Justin, what are your first impressions here? Well, the first thing is I love the very clear messaging value proposition. I mean, yeah. what do you do will help you find peace and clarity. Like you said, that is literally like what you do. Right. So it's really kind of answering the general question of what do we do or what's the value that we add to, to your life. So yeah. they're like, okay, that's great. Get started now. I don't love get started now because it's like, get, mm. I mean, it's fine. But it's like, what? Uh, let's click it. Let's see what it means. Yeah, and sure. When you click, click, get started now, and then we'll go back in a second. So, then, so interestingly, but, it 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 does it opens up their forward slash start page, but in a different tab. I don't know if that's intentional uh, or if that matters, Justin. Yeah, I mean, new. I, I actually like opening in new tabs, uh, depending on depending on the situation, um, okay. because it just allows them to go back to where they were pretty easily. But I, it's not. I'm mm. kind of indifferent on, on that whole uh, topic, but, but okay. yeah, I, I would say that, yeah, going in there, you can schedule online, you can call right away. You can fill out a very simple form. Let's scroll down a little bit. I don't see an ability to email necessarily. Uh, click the email. I, I would, I would form, suggest yeah. that. I do see that in the lower and the, down there. I think there's an email. Yeah. There's an email link right there. There's a, a hype. Yeah. We've got that. You've got um, so yeah. just to clarify here. Yeah. So, we land, it says, we are here for you. If you're interested in working with us, call or email us using the information below where we take a uh, typo there, um, where we take the time to understand your specific needs and see who'd be the best fit for you. We look forward yeah. to speaking with you. So it is alluding yeah. to that process of someone, you know, and I'd personally like to know who is going to answer your phone, understand your needs and see who'd be the best fit for you. Okay. So you're going to help match me or do I have to pick my therapist? You know, giving some some transparency there to what happens next because again yeah. i'm already depressed i'm anxious i'm traumatized i'm in the yeah. you know deepest darkest moments of my life i really want to know what's going to happen next and i know it seems yeah. like yeah you know extra but it's it's important oh, I, I and then we have here. um yeah go ahead sorry yeah you're yeah. setting expectations that's all i can say go ahead yeah yeah so then we have two we have three options we have schedule online we have a clickable button for the phone number and then a contact form. What's interesting is you click schedule online, it pops up an acuity scheduling widget that looks familiar and they can book a time. The soonest one is two days from now. There's a ton of options, but it is two days away. If that's me, I'd, you know, it's not even four o'clock here yet. I'd like to, I'd like to reach out to someone today, right? And do that call if it's me and I'm in a lot of pain, right? But you do have this option for the next five days I can book my intake, you know, call with your intake coordinator, right? Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, Acuity is a, is a great platform also. I would I'd recommend that as well. Um, so yeah, getting getting somebody to build a book an appointment with you allows them to, to, I mean, sometimes this is literally easier than talking to somebody on the phone because you can just be like, my calendar says this, this calendar, here's where right. we have the window totally. that matches. Click on it, you book the appointment. But then once you book the appointment, I would probably serve a message that says, Thank you. Your appointment is booked at this time. If you need more immediate, uh, you know, contact with us, here's a phone number, here's our email address and yep. here's our live chat and 
if you want to check us out more, here's our social media buttons. Like, it's kind of like you would totally. give them a follow up, just like the thank you page. You want to tell them what's the next step. What's the more um, totally. immediate way where they can uh, connect with you. I, I think even my only complaint with this, and again, I love the technology. I love using a software that is built for this. And if I'm busy or I'm at work or I'm at an office or whatever, and I set this appointment, then I can forget it and know at least I've taken that next step and I don't need to do anything else. That being said, again, it's Tuesday at three o'clock. The next one that's open or the first one that's open is until Thursday. To me, and just in 2022, that's a little too long for me to wait, right? Again, I'm in pain. I'm more likely to go to the next therapist or open up that next tab and see who can I talk to today, right? A real person. And so um, if you're going to use a widget, I really would recommend having you know, appointments same day and or at least next day, even like a 24 hour kind of window, I think is effective. Cause again, from a sales perspective, I've got that urgency. I've got a painful problem in my life. I want it solved. Right. And I want to build a relationship with someone or with a company who can solve it. So I, to me, two days is too long to wait in, in 2022. And, um, but otherwise, you know, I, I do like what they have. I agree. I agree. I mean, if, if we had in kind of the perfect world, if they could book an appointment, five minutes from now that that would be yeah. ideal but on um, operationally that that's maybe not possible sometimes just because your calendar's booked and that's really the, the soonest that they have that they can see an actual you know uh you know practitioner yeah. or physician or whatever but the yeah. thing is there might be an admin that they could reach out to or there might be somebody who's like kind of not the actual practitioner but somebody who can kind of be the voice to speak to we might you know just check in and say hey you know, I uh, just want to check in with you. Is you know everything okay? What can we really help you with? And yeah, and just let them know, like, okay, we're we're ready to take you on. And you know, just kind yeah. of kind of like whatever, bridging that gap. And I'm glad you're back on the homepage again because there's a few other things I kind of wanted to just note here as well. Yeah, I would say right now, Trust Mental Health has done a, a really nice job with their website. I, I think it's like even mm -hmm. like the imagery makes me feel calm. Yeah, and you got to remember the audience that you're attracting in here you want to make them feel better right and your your user your your website like user experience is going to be a reflection yeah. on what your practice is so yeah. i noticed uh, some nice things that i wanted to kind of call out here first of all i'll just say again sticky menu yeah sure you have a call the, the same i don't want to repeat the same recommendations over and over it's the same recommendation yeah. before i kind of like how it says we're accepting new patients at this time and then it says click to here click to get started that's like a nice little call to action but you know, I don't know that it's needs to be exactly right there, but that's that's fine. I would make sure they it, have. Lots it of does solve a real problem in our industry, though, which is you hear all the time of a client going, "I've called ten practices and they all say they're full or they just don't get back to me." And so yeah. I love that this looks like okay, this has been updated recently because they're saying yeah. we are accepting new clients right now, and yeah. that's that's encouraging, right? If I'm a client and I've already been, you know, been banging on doors here, so. And it's the, the only the only issue I have with it is that it's redundant because we say that again. Yeah. EMH is accepting new clients in the 48 hours right below that. And it's a really strong, important point. So I see why mm -hmm. I, I'm not like a, opposed to redundancy. Some people are like no redundancy, but I'm actually like people mm -hmm. just don't read everything. So you sometimes do have to place things in multiple places, but you don't want to overdo it, of course. So yeah. let's just kind of scroll down a little bit. You know, the, I will also just make a point here that that's good to know is that, that when it comes to website visitation, uh, the about us page is generally the second or third most visited page on e mm -hmm. uh, not, yeah. not e and things, but the about us page is super, super important because people want to know about the people and the story behind the brand, behind mm -hmm. the business. Uh, super important. I love how there's all the faces there. You know, yeah. we, we can really see who that is. 
there's um uh, if I scroll up a little bit more you can mm -hmm. see how they've got basically all their different uh essentially your your audiences that are all identified. yeah service and pages I really like that because you're like okay am i an individual am i looking for, am i a couple or family am i looking for child i mean it's very clear this is like what we call the the kind of path or the funnel is we right. get people through the funnel by by leading them into the area that's most relevant to them and then you i'm assuming when you click on therapy for individuals now let's just walk through that now you're going to be looking at okay now it's all about individuals i'd like to see more content there personally yeah very um, short page very like it's got one image it's a stock image i don't like stock images myself personally mm -hmm. i'd much rather it be like a picture of the office or something mm -hmm. like that. the team it's just an ability for you to introduce the office experience so that's another part we haven't really touched on so much is True. rather than using i mean everybody uses stock images they, they literally are almost like lost on people they just yeah they just look so generic i would way rather to see like a picture of the office or something that's more on brand more like specific to the brand totally. in, in this section here First of all, just from an SEO perspective, you want to have more like around 600 words of content. So this is not enough. Yeah. Where Google really sees this as a really like fat page that has a lot yeah. of value. It's just kind of a quick little snip, snippet of content. But I yeah. would also include in there um, a little bit more imagery. Like you saw, you saw before on the web tech site how we're using little icons. This is good because it does show you kind of like a visual. You remember, yeah. people are just skimming online. So if, if all you're dealing with is paragraph context, yeah content. people don't really read that kind of stuff you have to give them like, yeah you know, infographics or data visualization a way where you're visualizing a, 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 a complicated concept in a very simple visual representation yeah it, so this is i clicked on their cbt page and it does have a little more and it's got a gra an infographic thoughts behaviors emotions um this call to action is a little lost here, right? Because again, that green blends right. with the rest of the green. So they really need that secondary brand color that really pops, right? Yeah. So that that would help yep. them a ton. Um, and then again, I think you just have to really put yourself in the role of an educator for these service pages and think someone knows nothing about CBT. Let's go into even more depth about what it is, right? Like re really give them that kind of CBT 101 lesson yes. with your service page. Um, Google values content like that that's informative and thorough and again it might seem redundant you know as you're writing it or whatever you're already an expert in cbt but really got to expand on this i think for google to prioritize this in search rankings yeah yeah it's just like going back to my again my seo page it is so yeah. thick because it's yeah. such a study right and it's but it is also consumable pretty quickly actually when you look yeah. at it you're able to see everything from our approach to, you know, I don't even get into us, but but that's sure. kind of like a concept. So yeah, and that's a great site. I think they've done a great job. We could go on for a little while cool. with extra recommendations, but I think they've done a really good job. Um, if you want to, I can, I'm happy to continue on this one or if you want to pull up. This yeah, maybe let's do do one more just for the sake of different different types of practices, very different, you know, different yeah. markets and whatnot. Um, we yeah. got just you know, maybe five it, minutes it's, left. This one's good. I mean, right now I immediately yeah. see what it's therapy for moms. We got a mom there. Yeah, it's very therapy like, for moms kind of feminine, You know, we got mm -hmm. the pink and the purple, and it's kind of the, the appealing to the right audience. Um, you want to consider your demographics and consider your audience, and you want to make sure that if you're catering to moms, that you're using imagery that appeals to moms. And I think this is very well done. You've got a nice big pink call to action. I, I would just say the last. I, I was going to say on that last site. The only thing, maybe if we drop back to that one really fast, I want to just conclude one more final point before sure. we move on. Um, what was that one called? Uh, trust mental health. Sorry. So the, the final thing was on that CBT. Yeah. The only um, thing with that graphic 
because mm-hmm. I would just you, you said a secondary color uh, for the you know, the pop of color. Yeah. Um, this uh, we could I would actually not I would never make your your imagery of your icons the same as your your button. Um, right. So I would make this your third color. I'd make these all brown actually. I'd make them so they just they're very different than drawing the eye to something to click on. So okay. let's move back forward yeah. again. That's yeah. Thing. Yeah. Good point. Um, so we're going back to Katie's site. This is therapyformomsny.com if you want to look yeah. um, later at this example. Yeah, this um, is, and this is good. Initially, this looks good. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of recommend again, if you go back up to the top here. Yeah, we've got the schedule-free consultation, but the problem is we've got that twice. So mm-hmm. it's a little redundant there. Um, but we, I would say that that it looks like looks like um, Katie is really just trying to get them to do all this all this through booking a contact. Now you can email her down in the footer. You can do some other things down here, but really she's really trying to get people to schedule it on their own. And that's maybe just the way that she does it. But yeah, let's go through again, just being a client for a second. I'm going to click the main call to action, schedule free consultation. And there's a paragraph. It's a little bit lengthy, but it says what's going to happen next. When you click the box below, it'll show my schedule. Then you'll choose a time that works for you and enter and enter your information into the secure system. I'm already a little fatigued, right? Going back to a world of skimmers as <laughs> website visitors, this is already a bit much, um, especially in this block of text. Uh, then it says you'll get a confirmation of your requested time within 24 hours, along with a brief questionnaire. And here I'm going, whoa, 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 I didn't even know if I'm gonna be a client yet. And you're gonna send me a brief questionnaire, right? Yeah. So it's like, I think there's a little piece there, you know, to, to look yeah. at. Kind of getting a little yeah. ahead of ourselves, you know, like a yeah. couple of suggestions I have on this is now, if you are going to do something that's this, I mean, I like how that she's describing the process of what's going to happen, but yeah. it, an easy way to do that would be like one and then like a little icon of yeah. like, like whatever. I can't remember exactly what she said would happen, but it's like, has a little picture of a calendar. And then it's like, yeah. you know, when it says like, when you click on the box, it will show my schedule. So you could have it show literally like a little, like a calendar icon next to it. So it's like one. Yeah. It says like click calendar and then yeah. like an icon next to it says it has a calendar. So it's like, I don't have to actually read like a paragraph because that is, that is to me kind of exhausting too. And it's just because, I mean, people are just like that online. We are like, we have to see things in like lightning fast, um, um, digestible totally. content. So that, that's, I would, yeah. I would oversimplify it and say, again, I'm, I'm big on, I think like a copywriter, um, almost first before I think about like SEO and, and UX UI and all this stuff. But I would think like one, two, three for me, one would be click the button below to schedule your free consult. Number two is like on that free consult, we'll talk about your needs, your challenges, you know, what's getting in the way. And then number three, you know, um, if you decide to sign up or whatever, I'll help you get back to enjoying being a mom again, right? Or whatever it is, like, what's that big promise, that big outcome that they want? Um, Because that's really like, I don't really need to know the rest. Like, oh, after that, you're going to send me an intake form. Well, how long is that intake form? And where do I put my credit card? Like, That's not what I'm thinking about yet. When I'm in my pain and I'm in my urgency to solve this problem, right? I just want to know if you had to really chunk it down into like three big next steps, what what is that, right? One, two, three. I love how you just described that. And then what I would just recommend is any of these like after after it's submitted, because then yeah. she's like, okay, then after you'll get a confirmation. So everything right. from that sentence back, where uh, if you just um, drop back, yeah. just, everything from that sentence back, you'll get a confirmation. All of this stuff should be on the thank you page. So after Correct. they do one, two, three, yeah. Then you set expectations of what happens next. 
you don't tell them what happens next before they, you know, it's kind of like they're, you know, kind of dating, like asking them to, to marry you before you're dating. Right? Like, yeah, totally. Like, you got to take them through the right order of things and, and yeah. walk them through what's happening. If you, if you blast them with everything all at once, it's just like, okay, I don't know what this, I can't even, yeah. I don't even, yeah, yeah. You want to, you want to ease them through the process, start with a very step first process. And then after they've submitted that, then set the expectations of what comes next. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think she has the right idea in being thorough, right. And trying to show that she has a process, but like you said, it's just slightly out of order. And I, as a user, I had a quite a bit of momentum because let's say if I land here, right. And I'm a mom in New York or Florida, um, being a mom is really hard. So I land and I see get through the hard times, enjoy being a mom, right. Or enjoy being a mom again. I'm like, Oh, thank God I found Katie, right. This looks like it's, this looks like it's just for me. Um, or I've already heard about Katie and she's great. And I just want to hurry up and get to the next step. I click on that free consultation button. Then I click on it uh, again, which is again, a little redundant and where I'm landing. And a lot of therapists here are familiar with this is her simple practice widget. So initial phone consultation, no charge. There's a bunch more steps after this, you know, so we have to think about that too, is I've already done three or four clicks and I've got to do a bunch more through simple practice to get, um, you know, uh, an appointment. Um, that being said, I can talk to her as early as tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m., um, which is good news for me, right? So I could go through and select that and, and, and almost be done with this process in a matter of, you know, 30 seconds. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, and then again, from a systems perspective, I'm, I'm now in her system. I'm in her EHR. If I become a client, she's got name, email address, everything. It's all HIPAA compliant. She just got to onboard me as a client from here. So. And I also like how there's filtering available through this widget, this platform where you can select yeah. by morning, afternoons, evenings. Like this is a really smooth process um, where, yeah. where the client can be proactive in getting it booked. I mean, sometimes it's like, I'm at work right now. My boss is in the next cubicle. Like yeah. I can't pick up the phone and call yeah. right now, but like I know they're on a they're on a conference call, and I could just quickly go through and set my totally. appointment. And you know, nobody even knows that I'm that I'm doing that right now. That's yeah. actually a better user experience for that type of person. Whereas someone else might be driving in their car, they don't want to go through this process. They literally want to yeah. click the call button and like talk to someone who can like as you're yeah. driving do this for you. Well, and the reality is Katie's a solo practitioner. A lot of people are solo practitioners. If she, if, if I call right now, she's probably in session, right? As she should be, she should be doing the thing that generates the most revenue for her business, right? And seeing clients or working on her business. And so it makes sense that most of the time, if I call, she won't answer. But again, if I land on this site right now and she's East coast, so it's 7 PM there, I can talk to her at 10 AM tomorrow. I'm pretty happy with that. Right. And I can go to bed knowing, all right, I'm at least going to talk to this Katie person tomorrow and I'm already pretty pre-sold. She works with moms like me and that's, you know, a little more than 12 hours to wait. Not, not bad in my opinion. And for Katie's perspective, it's, it's clean. It guarantees that she can be available for the consult versus playing a hellish game of phone tag for the next three days. Cause she's always in session. Right. And moms are busy. So. Brilliant. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I totally relate to this with the way my calendar gets too. It's like, yeah, even if somebody requests a meeting through email and I do have the availability, then I've got to like play admin. That's the worst. Book that time before someone else books the time. You know, I, I don't. Yeah, it's we just we shouldn't be doing that. Even like in your email signature to have a Calendly link that says "book a free twenty minute call with me." 
A lot of yes. people just have that standard now. Again, if you're a therapist like me or a coach like me, it's like have that there. Or in my case, if it's a paid consultation, because therapists can book a paid 30-minute consultation with me, um, they can do that you know, on our homepage. And that's, that's one option to get them in. Um, and again, there's kind of a paywall there on purpose because um, I can't afford to do free calls all the time having you know an audience of therapists it would be too much but um just having something like that and also putting it front and center in a place like your email signature i think is another little little hack for to protect your time and just um better customer experience right yeah yeah for sure um yeah i know that's all been really good the one thing i would like to just check out really quick on katie's site really fast is who it's about us as a high end katie this is kind of a kind of more loose way of saying about us mm-hmm. language is about us but i i like how she's using her own personality even in the language of her header you can feel right. a little bit more about her. i think it's really good you know she's got um <laughs> may the force be with you it even, <laughs> even shows a little bit about who she is um mm-hmm. she's got her address uh, you get to see a picture of who she is she has a little bit of a bio which is nice mm-hmm. um and she's pushing them through that scheduling a free consultation I would also suggest, I mean, it's very, and I think like you, you really called out mainly, I think why she's doing so much of that is she doesn't really want you calling her because she's not really phone call. So that in her case, you know, that's great. If you, if you have a bit, a bigger practice where you have an admin who can take phone calls, then you want to make those steps available. If you have somebody who can take live chat, you want to make live chat available, you know, but if you don't have those resources in, in your practice, there's no point in trying to work those in when you can't even manage them anyway. So right. everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different in terms of how they operate. Right. Man, well, for the therapists who submitted their sites, you got a whole lot of free help from someone who um, knows a lot about this stuff. So, Justin, thank you for, for being here once again, giving so much free value. I mean, it's just incredible the, the depth of knowledge you have for this stuff. is It's unreal. Um and your ability to just spot things and kind of break them down is is stellar. So um, that being said, Justin, for this type of help that you give to business owners, therapists, whomever, um, how do people, uh, <laughs> well, we already know, but how do people reach out and get in touch with you guys? And, and what, what's it like to work with you guys? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity um, to kind of plug myself a little bit too here. I'm one of the co-founders of WebTech Digital Marketing. Uh, we also have a sub-brand called WebTech Medical Marketing. I've been in the medical marketing space really most of my career. I've been doing this around 15 years or more. Um, I So in order to how to reach me, I would just say the, the be- best place to start is webtech.co. And I'll spell that because it's a little bit different. It's W-E-B-T-E-K.co. And maybe, maybe John will drop this somewhere. Um, For sure of my bio or whatever so webtech.co is the, the best place to start we we have actually a web tech uh, sorry a medical marketing page there specifically uh, that's like an industry marketing page so you can check that out um, and that's probably the best way to kind of start entering uh, the conversation with me you can also find me on places like LinkedIn and things like that um, so that's that's kind of where I would I would lead I would I would also I just also like to just drop in that I in addition to being a, a, a digital marketer, I'm also a passionate sound practitioner and musician, and I, I do have my own um, sound therapy um, practice that I've been developing over the last like seven years or so. And it's something that I care a lot about is, is, is helping um, people feel better through, through my work uh, as a practitioner. So I feel like I really understand and relate to the practitioners who are um, you know, trying to be found by people who are looking for what they offer. Um, I do a lot of my own um, 
you know, SEO and things like that. So when people type in the word sound bath near me, I pop up and people call me all the time, get emails all the time. So that's the type of thing that I would love to help you be able to do as well. Um, so you can reach out to us through webtech.co is the best place to start. Um, and from there, we'll, we'll kind of work you through our, our admins and get you booked. Amazing. I love it. Justin, some, someday we should put together a retreat for therapists to work on both their marketing and themselves and do some sound, sound oh, healing man. and some website healing. Uh, yeah, it's can, funny. I actually yeah. have a retreat. I, mean, I just booked a retreat up at uh, Maple Grove in, in Idaho, which is this amazing um, hot springs. It's kind of like a glamping nice. type of hot springs place. And I'm working with, a, I do a lot of collaborations with like breathwork teachers and other sound sure. therapists, yoga teachers, EFT tapping, like somatic release, all sorts of other practitioners that I collaborate with to uh, incorporate sound healing as kind of the backdrop. Uh, to all of these other modalities that people mm -hmm. can use to really empower themselves to find their own medicine. And that's kind of a major passion of mine. So that's not until Amazing. next September, but that's mm -hmm. also coming up. And I'd love to kind of, you know, plug that as well. But yeah. John, I'd love to do some sort of other retreat describing exactly what you just talked about, where we can yeah. kind of combine the therapy element and the and the healing side of things or, or you know, the feeling well side of things with how do you grow your business? I mean, I'd, I'd love exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to make that happen. Um, Justin, thanks for coming back. And um, I have a feeling um, we'll see you again. I really hope so. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome back anytime, truly. Um, for for folks listening, um, we're actually on twice this week. So we're here again Thursday talking about something totally different, which is making passive income from real estate with a guest named uh, Randy Langendurfer. Uh, he's going to be here on Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific. So come here live, ask your questions uh, about real estate. Um, and um, otherwise, yeah, I hope this was helpful. If you want to submit your website for a future um, episode like this, um, uh, Shana, just put the link in the chat to submit that. And um, yeah, we could we could definitely you know do this with more websites soon or critique a different part of it, whether it's a copy or SEO or whatever it might be. So um, happy to do that again. And so, yeah, thanks again, Justin, for being here. And uh, we look forward to the next one. Definitely. It's always a pleasure, John. I really like the, I don't know, the the chemistry between us. I feel like we definitely yeah. like really um, understand each other pretty well. So it's been always a pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again. See you next time. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you.